Hello, my name is Beth Domkowski, and I'm coming to you from the Office of Admissions at Rowan University in Glassboro, New Jersey. Welcome to Rowan Confidential. Today, I am joined by Dr. Jane Hill. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. An instructor in Rowan's sociology and anthropology department, Dr. Jane Hill is an anthropologist and Egyptologist who specializes in the study of pre-dynastic Egypt. She holds advanced degrees in anthropology, art history, and Egyptology, and has written and edited numerous volumes and articles on the archaeological cultures of ancient Egyptians, the Maya, and the Mississippian cultures of the American Southeast. Currently, Dr. Hill is engaged in developing courses which would allow her to take Rowan students to Egypt to study the ways in which archaeologists use modern techniques to learn more about the culture of this early civilization. So happy to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Now, your department, you have some new things coming on the horizon, right? I hear that there is a new major. Yes, um, just this fall, we've introduced a new major in, in anthropology at Rowan, so it's the first time ever that we've had that here. Um, uh, we're excited about it because it has um, numerous career tracks that uh, students can potentially take um, through the major um, in the areas of um, our uh, museum studies, um, archaeology or uh, cultural resource management, uh, medical anthropology, and, um, and forensic anthropology. Oh, so interesting. Um, but we're here to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> about you today. So, uh, Dr. Hill, what wakes you up in the morning? What's your inspiration or passion? Um, m many of my students have told me in the past that one of the things they like about my classes is that I'm very, very passionate about the subject of archaeology. It's okay. something that gets me very, very um, excited. <laughs> and, um, Wonderful. Um, so, um, um, doing what I do in the, both in the research and communicating that with students is something that, uh, that is a big motivator for me. Okay, great. Um, and you're about to take some students abroad. Well, that's my hope. Um, okay. we, we introduced a class through the curricular process this, um, this fall. Uh, it's called Field Methods in Egyptology. And okay. if it's approved, hopefully next year, um, in the intercession between the fall and spring semesters, um, it could take students to Egypt to visit um, various archaeological digs that are in progress and mm -hmm. so that they can see how archaeologists do that kind of work and also to go to museums. Um, this is important and exciting uh, now in particular because Egypt is just about to open uh, the Grand Egyptian Museum, which is a brand new facility. They just completed uh, construction on. Um, uh, it's right near the Giza Plateau. Oh, and um, So you can kind of My combine goodness. a trip to this, you know, big, gorgeous new museum yeah. with a trip to the pyramids um, as well. So, so. are you going to let uh, faculty and staff come on these <laughs> things as well? <laughs> and it, it, the, the class is open to anyone who wants to come. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Sign me up. All right. Okay. So <clears throat> doing this, um, what's one thing that you wish people knew about your, your research or your, your discipline? Um, one thing that um, students are surprised when they take my archaeology course is that um, how many similarities there are between um, uh, the cultures of the Americas and um, um, ancient cultures in the, in the old world, so to speak. Um, and so one of the things I do is draw parallels between the ancient Egyptians and the Mississippian cultures of the southeast U.S. because they, they have a lot of geographic and uh, similarities um, between them and... Um, I think in the absence of European contact, we would have seen similar uh, cultural developments in the Mississippian as we, as we see in Egypt. And that's one of the things that got me interested in Egypt in the first place. So, so 
That's okay. That's one of the things that got you interested. What? Tell tell me about you. Where are your degrees from? What type of experiences do you have? Oh, okay. Well, I'm currently on my second or third life right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, initially, when I got my BA, uh, did my BA work, I was a uh, journalism major um, oh, okay. with a minor in English literature. Okay. Um, and I had a, a career um, for about ten years as a as an investigative journalist. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and um, I decided to go back to graduate school and got my uh, first master's degree in an- anthropology and studying the cultures of the Mississippian period. Um, and then I got a second master's degree in art history, Egyptology, and then I got accepted to the University of Pennsylvania um, uh, in their Egyptology program there. And that's where I earned my doctorate. And I assume that in all of this, you've, you've spent some time over in Egypt. Yes. Okay. Um, I've been privileged to go on many digs um, um, in uh, all over the country. I, uh, basically, I've worked in, um, uh, done a lot of work in, in the Abydos region, which is where Penn has most of its projects. But mm-hmm. I've also worked at Karnak Temple in uh, Luxor uh, to the south. And um, I've also been privileged to work with uh, Dr. Mace, Ann Macy Roth um, at Giza. Uh, so we've done some excavations there. So I know that you're taking your students, or you're, you're hoping to take your students over as well. Um, here on campus and in the United States, how are they engaging in pre-professional activities? Uh, well, the the point of this particular class that uh, we're talking about is actually to demonstrate how professionals do this kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, here at Rowan, we've uh, with in conjunction with a new major coming in, we've uh, gotten. Uh, field school uh, course approved, which will train students in how to do excavations, um, which would be useful, you know, if you were wanting to do an an excavation in Egypt, for instance, because that is part of my evil plan is to (laughs) to return to Egypt and do excavations at my site in uh, in southern Egypt. Uh, It's called El Amra. and hopefully involve students from here in that in that uh, project. But uh, but also, I mean, those kinds of skills can be transferred to other jobs in this region because there are multiple uh, cultural resource management firms here who mm-hmm. who hire archaeologists and people who are trained in anthropology to work for them. So, and I know that you have the museum in mm-hmm. Robinson. Are you involved with that? What's your? I, I'm one of the co-curators of okay. uh, the Museum of Anthropology at Rowan with, uh, University, which we call Maru. Um, Maru. Uh, I teach a class called Museum Studies, uh, which in which the students um, learn how to uh, teamwork on different aspects of installing a new museum exhibit every time I teach this. So this semester, for instance, we're, we're um, doing a class on domestication of animals. Oh. Um, it's called Unnatural Selection is the name of the, uh, of the uh, exhibit. Okay. And uh, so students are learning how to choose objects, research them, uh, write uh, panels and informational tags for them, um, and how to market uh, their their, exi- uh, their exhibit for its opening, uh, which is going to be later this semester. Oh, when is it that you said? Uh... Uh, December 11th is going to be the okay. date of the grand opening of this exhibit. All yeah. right. And the public is invited to that, correct? Definitely. Okay. We'll, right. have, we'll have cheese, not wine, but we'll have cheese. <laughs> <laughs> And other uh, and other uh, nice things, you know, at the opening, and uh, the students will give a presentation on how they develop that particular exhibit. Oh, wonderful! And it's free. Yes, that's great. So, what's something that that your field has allowed you to do that either you didn't think you'd ever get to do, or maybe something you dreamed of doing? Um, the biggest uh, one of the uh, things that I would never expected of doing is is being able and uh, to go to Egypt and do so much field work there. Um, 
I remember my first trip, I was just absolutely dazzled by the fact that I was walking through Karnak Temple every day in order to go mm-hmm. copy hieroglyphics off the walls oh and kind of thing. And um, um, But um, if, even if it's not something that grand, you know, just going out and uh, being able to excavate a site and interpret uh, the evidence that you find there, it's a, it's a wonderful privilege. And lastly, mm-hmm. why Rowan? Why Rowan for you? Why Rowan for students? What brought you here? Um, I was brought here... Uh, Two two different reasons. My husband was uh, first an adjunct professor here in the anthropology department. He kind of lured me in <laughs> when I was still a graduate student. And here uh, you are, still here. And here I am, still here. <laughs> um, and also the people I work with here are fantastic, and they're so supportive. And and um, and uh, every time I've come up with a new idea or a project or a course that I want to propose and stuff like that, I get I get the utmost in support um, and from them. And uh, the students are great too. Um, so if you were a student, why would you come here to study rather than anywhere else? Um, here, I think there are so many new opportunities that are coming in every year. Um, our curriculum is expanding uh, almost exponentially. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and each one of those new programs has uh, embedded in it a, a possible career path for somebody. So if you do your research and you look at, uh, at what av- what's available, there's just about nothing you can't do if you come to Rowan and, and uh, st- study here. Dr. Hill, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This has been Rowan Confidential.